Welcome back to the podcast. I am recording this bonus episode called If Nighttime Snacking is Derailing You. And guess what? If you find this helpful, I have a brand new, absolutely free course out that my team and I put together, and I'm so excited to offer it to you. It's called Stop Nighttime Snacking So You Can Stick With Your Weight Loss Plan. And I go over the causes of nighttime eating and then actionable strategies to avoid each one. So head on over to sashahighmd.com and grab this free course today. I'm also going to link it for you in the show notes. Now, a word of counsel for you, a pearl, if you will. We value what we pay for. That means often when we get something for free, we don't value it and we don't take it seriously. I want you to think about how many free things have you signed up for and you just don't bother showing up, right? You get the emails, you don't follow through, you don't really open them, or maybe you open them and delete them, you kind of skim over them. You're like, yeah, this, this is interesting. Okay, honestly, I see this all the time. We offer a 30-minute free discovery call with myself or someone on my team. I kid you not, we have a 50% no-show rate. Like, it's so ridiculous. People sign up for this. We send them reminder emails. It is so valuable. Like, my time, my team's time is so valuable, and yet people don't even show up right? Because they don't value what they get for free. So I'm saying that because it's a bit of a beef of mine (laughs) to have my time wasted like that. So if you are signing up for a discovery call with me, I would love to meet you. I would love to support you, but please show up. Please be respectful. (laughs) Ties to integrity, which I talked about on one of my previous episodes. Anyway. Okay. So although this course is free, it is very valuable. We could easily have charged like $400 for this course, but my team and I decided that we wanted to put it out there for free because that aligns with our mission to help as many people as possible. So take it seriously, value it. The steps that I outline in the course are simple to do, but the things that are simple to do are also simple not to do. Jim Rohn said that, the like master of personal development, right? So yeah, is it simple to take this course, get it for free and follow the steps? It absolutely is. It's also very simple not to do it, but if you don't do it, it's not gonna do anything for you, right? Okay, so let's jump in. What is the problem with nighttime eating? Interestingly, as I was preparing for this episode, I was looking up all these studies and I discovered a new term that I wasn't familiar with. It's called chrononutrition. Chrononutrition refers to when we eat. Makes sense, right? Well, when we eat, the timing of our caloric intake has been studied extensively. And and it makes sense. I think you can probably relate to this. There have been findings that eating later in the day, particularly in the evening or at nighttime is associated with a negative cardiometabolic impact and negative impact on weight. So consuming most of your calories later in the evening is associated with obesity. It's also associated with some cardiometabolic diseases rooted in insulin resistance. There was a study, and I'm going to link some studies in the show notes as well. There was a study looking at if you eat before bed, whether it's a protein or a carb, there was a significant increase in insulin levels the next morning and insulin resistance in women with obesity, right? Interesting. A review article found that the time of energy intake has been linked to obesity and consuming meals later in the evening is associated with lower resting metabolic rate. Also inconsistent timing and frequency of meals. So if you're someone who like, ah, some days I eat breakfast, a lot of days I skip lunch because I don't have time. I don't prioritize myself. I'm just too busy working. Also associated with increased body weight and worse cardiometabolic health. Now there is, you know, there's a couple other factors that may be tying into why this is so. Number one is food choices. So we know that later on in the day, 
your executive brain gets sleepy, right? You have a decision fatigue. You are not making your best choices at nine o'clock at night. Let's be honest with ourselves. It is just the reality, right? Our executive brain that makes those logical conscious choices is like a battery and it gets depleted by the end of the day. So you're not making great choices. You're more prone to making impulsive choices. A study based out of Seattle, looking at about 2,200 people found that the timing of the snacking would change the food choices. So morning snacking, people would be more prone to having fruit and vegetables. Evening snacking was associated with a higher BMI, higher obesogenic dietary index, i.e. more fast food, French fries, and soft drinks, and higher percent time eating while distracted, right? Why? Well, because at the end of the day, we're tuning out. This is when we're on our phones. This is when we're on Netflix. And that's when the evening eating happens, right? So we're not even paying attention. And we know that mindless snacking increases overall consumption, because you're not even aware of what you're taking in. So you're much more likely to overeat. The other factor that may be involved is the effect on sleep, right? So there is an inverse relationship between sleep and obesity, i.e. less sleep, more obesity. Particularly people who sleep less than seven hours per night have an increased risk of obesity. And we know sleep duration also plays a role on human behavior. So if you are sleep deficient, you're going to be more prone to making not great choices, right? So more impulsive choices. You're not, your executive brain isn't engaged. And that's the part of our brain that we need to make the best choices for ourselves, right? Also, less sleep means more awake hours. More uh, hours awake means more opportunity to eat. Again, increased overconsumption. Okay, then like what, what other problems? So we're talking about what are the problems with eating and snacking every night. I believe that there's also a psychological impact. And I actually didn't look up, stu- look up studies for this, but personal experience and from speaking to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people is the, the psychological impact of feeling like you're letting yourself down day after day, right? So this is when you're like promising yourself, you're going to stick with your weight loss plan. You're going to eat really quote unquote clean. And I don't actually like that word by, by the way, <laughs> I don't like moral value placed on food, but anyway, you tell yourself you're going to eat clean and then you know you're not hungry at night, but you're just like grabbing for more food. You're eating snacks again, not really knowing why, and then telling yourself you're going to do better tomorrow, and it just doesn't happen. That has a negative psychological impact on your confidence, on your feeling that you're showing up for yourself, on your integrity, right? You, if you feel like you're letting yourself down, or you're, feel, you're using food to escape from your life, right? You're comforting yourself with food because you haven't learned emotional coping strategies. And so your, your friend is food, your self-soothing is food that also is going to have a negative psychological impact because you're never actually getting to the root of the challenges that you're facing in your life, right? The dissatisfaction that you're feeling. So lots of problems with nighttime snacking. And I I think even in the absence of me, like giving you evidence and, you know, providing PubMed articles for you to look up, we probably, if you're listening to this, you can probably relate. You probably are like, yeah, I already identify that nighttime snacking is not serving me very well. It's a bit problematic. Okay. So what, what can we do about it? Well, the first thing to understand is how I break, break down nighttime snacking. And this is how I break down all overeating. So if you want to hear more about this, you can listen to my episode from a few months back on overeating and breaking that down. But nighttime snacking is caused by either you're overly hungry, you're having urges and cravings, or you're emotionally triggered. It's, or you're just like conditioned, right? It's like conditioned behavior. 
It's one of those things. And we just have to address all of those. I'm going to tell you what doesn't work. What doesn't work is crossing your fingers and hoping that you're going to have enough willpower tonight to not eat while you're watching Netflix again at nine o'clock at night and then beating yourself up for not doing it yet again and then promising yourself you're going to do better tomorrow. Okay. Listen, my friends, I'm so revved up today. Wishful thinking is not a weight loss strategy. And I say that with all love because I see this. It's like, I'll just, I'll just do better tomorrow. I better have more willpower. It's like, no, no, listen, crossing your fingers doesn't work. That's that's not going to be a long-term solution. Let's have an actual plan here. So the very easiest one to tackle, and yet the one that I think people want to ignore, I would say this is low-hanging fruit, is addressing physical hunger. Okay. You can't call it emotional eating if you are just not adequately nourishing your body during the day. And anyone that we work with, we have a stepwise approach in terms of how we dress overeating in my program, Best Weight. We don't even move on to thought work and emotions until we make sure that you're nourishing your body. Because if you're not nourishing adequately, you're skipping daytime meals, you're like, oh, lunch isn't that important. You don't, you know, you don't value bringing your meals to work. You believe the lie that you're too busy to eat. You wake up after snoozing your alarm clock five times and you're rushing out the door without breakfast and just riding it out till you get home. Like those are not going to work for you. You're going to have over hunger, physical hunger, where your blood sugar levels are not adequately regulated. You're not going to make great choices from that place, right? You're hangry. No one makes good choices when they're hangry. And so we have to tackle that first. That's low hanging fruit. This is basic, basic, basic stuff. Basic stuff is, hey, you need to eat. You need to eat balanced meals. You need to prioritize the food that you're putting into your system. It just is not something that is optional. And so if you are someone who, you know, is what I described, no judgment, right? It isn't judgment, but it is being honest with ourselves. You do need to make some changes. Okay. You need to start valuing the food that you're, that you're eating during the day and caring for your body during the day. I always say this, your daytime you needs to help out your nighttime you because your nighttime you is tired. and she is more impulsive and she is more at risk, right? Like that is a high risk time. So if you want to support her daytime, you needs to make some better decisions. What are those better decisions? Well, maybe it means you need to discipline yourself to wake up earlier so that you have some time in the morning to bring your meals, to have a protein rich breakfast, right? You know how I feel about snoozing already because I spoke about that on my integrity episode. You need to stop snoozing. You need to get up when you say you're going to get up and start your day out well. You need to bring your lunch to work. Maybe you need to pack leftovers the night before. Maybe you need to grab a protein bar and have that in your purse. That is like, obviously, I don't believe protein bars are ideal, but something is better than nothing. Like if that's the first step, if that's the 1% tweak you can make, do it, right? Maybe you need to grab an apple with some nuts. Like it's not complicated, but the wishful thinking strategy of being like, oh, I'm just going to wing it today. I'm not hungry during the day anyway. You know, I, I don't eat breakfast and lunch. I just eat dinner. That doesn't work. Okay. You are over consuming food at nighttime. You are going to have difficulties managing your weight if that's the case. So low hanging fruit, super easy. What are the objections that I hear? Number one, I don't like having to plan my meals. How is that working for you? I know I'm like giving you a little bit of tough love today. It's not my normal style. I'm normally much softer, <laughs> but be honest with yourself. How is it working for you to not plan your meals? Because I'm going to tell you at some point, a decision needs to be made about what food goes into your mouth. You don't want to be making that decision when you are hungry and impulsive. So if you know you can't escape making a decision because at some point food is going to enter your mouth, you need to make it when you are in your wise mind, when you are at the best 
state of making great choices for yourself. And that means your executive brain is engaged and you're planning things ahead of time. Here's the thing. You don't need to like it. It doesn't need to be something you enjoy doing. If <laughs> That's quite frank, right? You don't need to enjoy doing it, but you do need to know that it is the most loving and supportive thing you can do for yourself. Make the decisions ahead of time. Okay. The second objection is, I'm just not, I'm not hungry in the morning. Like I, I'm just not someone who eats breakfast. Okay. Well, I want to ask you, is it because you stayed up late eating, right? It makes sense that if you stayed up till midnight eating, that maybe at six in the morning, you're legitimately not hungry or you're going to have to reset. And that may involve starting by eating a small protein rich breakfast, even when you're not hungry, but we need to kind of reset that cycle of like not eating all day. And then 6 p.m. hits and you're eating all of your calories and then you're staying up late and then you're eating late into the night, at some point we need to break that cycle. Okay. So nourishing your body earlier in the day is what is going to set up your nighttime for success. And the other kind of trap that people fall into is, oh, I overate at night. I better restrict my calories tomorrow. I better eat less. Okay. You know what? I'm going to fast. This is my favorite. When we use fasting as a euphemism for restriction, right? It's not fasting if you're staying up till midnight eating. It doesn't work like that. So break that cycle because restricting during the day, not nourishing adequately in the day is what is driving the nighttime eating. So if you want to stop eating, overeating, mindless snacking at nighttime, you need to nourish better. Okay. So physical hunger is the first one, easiest one to tackle. It just takes a little bit of forethought. And I promise you, this is not a lot of work. It's not like Don't tell yourself it's going to be four hours of your time to meal prep everything on Sunday afternoon and you don't have that much time. Like it is not a big deal to just put a little bit of thought in. Okay, I need to make a grocery list. Okay, what are some easy protein options that I can bring with me? Okay, I need to grab, you know, maybe a complex carb and a healthy fat like apple and nuts, apple and peanut butter. So easy. This is not complicated. So how can I make this easier for myself? Another great question. That's physical hunger. And if physical hunger is not the problem, then it's psychological hunger. And then the psychological hunger is those, one of those two things. It's either a craving or it's emotionally triggered eating or, and I, I guess it's four, it's, I guess it's actually three things <laughs> or it's the conditioned behavior, right? It's just like you're, you have a habit. Your brain's just used to getting food at this time. So in my free course, I explain how to differentiate between physical hunger and psycho, psychological hunger. So go to my website, sashahimd.com. Be sure to sign up for that because I'm going to, you know, explain all of that for you. So if it's cravings, cravings are going to be so much easier as you nourish your body better. The higher the content of ultra processed food in your diet, the more your brain is going to be expecting a really huge hit of dopamine and wanting more and more ultra processed foods. So what do I mean by that? Those would be things like soft drinks, candy, cookies, pastries, chocolate bar, anything with like a lot of refined carbohydrates, sugars, lots of like whatever comes in a package at the grocery store, right? A box where it's in plastic wrap, those would be highly processed foods. And the more you consume those things, the more you're going to have urges and cravings. So you will make your life a lot easier and more peaceful as you consume fewer ultra processed foods. Well, here's the thing is sometimes when we are saying no to certain foods, you get into the mindset of this is restriction. This is me being on a diet. This is me being deprived. I can't have this. I want you to flip that script around in your brain and think of it as this is me creating peace for my body. Me saying no to these foods is not deprivation. 
Me saying no to these foods is the most loving thing that I can do to support myself because I'm going to make this so much easier. The foods you choose will make this journey either easier or harder. Okay, that's it. So if we can turn that around, then immediately we get out of that restriction mindset. It's not restriction. That's kindness. It's actually kindness to yourself, right? What if you're like, no, I I don't identify. I'm not really eating ultra processed foods. I'm eating super healthy. Like I'm eating nuts and cheese in the evening. Okay. Then my question to you would be, are you really hungry? Are you truly hungry? This single question is incredibly powerful, but here's the thing. It requires wherewithal, right? It requires you to be present enough in the moment to pause and ask yourself the question. It's so easy to not even be present enough, right? Most of the time we're in our heads, we're distracted, we're not even paying attention. We have an urge, we eat. We just, you know, it's immediately grabbing the food and putting it in our mouths without even stopping for a moment to just pause and consider, am I really hungry? And if not hungry, what else is going on for me, right? Am I just bored? Am I just really tired and I need to go to bed? Am I feeling the need to reward myself because I've had a long day? Am I comforting myself with food? Or is this just conditioned behavior? It's just a habit. My brain is just anticipating food because it always gets food at this time every day, right? And I just need to learn some strategies to break the habit. All right, I'm going to keep this short and sweet because I want you to go to grab the free course. So I give you strategies to tackle all of these in the free stop nighttime snacking course. Here's the truth. If you implement, you will see a shift. But remember that learning more information, having more knowledge, listening to me talk does not change your life. Taking action on the information is what transforms your life. So when you sign up for the free course, I want you to go in with the attitude that you spent like a thousand dollars on it. I want you to think that this is so valuable. Decide that you're going to take action. Decide that you're going to implement. Print off the workbook. We give you a free workbook and a free bonus exercise on urge surfing. We give you so much value. So so take it seriously. Do the exercises. Get started right away. Do not wait for Monday. If you take action, you will see a shift. You will notice less nighttime, nighttime snacking. You will find it easier to stay on plan. You will be more successful in your weight loss www.sashahimd.com. I'm going to link it in the show notes as well. And I want you to also take a screenshot of this episode as you're listening right now and share it on your social. Let your friends know about the free course. Work on it together with them for support and accountability and tag me so I can see that you're doing this along with all of us. Okay. So excited for you. I would love to hear feedback and I will talk to you again soon. Bye.